Okay, you ready? Uh, you got your lyric for the week? Or is it, is Fuck, I keep lyrics? forgetting about this shit. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that every time, bro. I'm going to let you have it. Okay. Actually, I think... Okay. You feel like something I can feel. Let's see. I drip on your bitch like water. I splash on your bitch with the water. I know this song already. I feel like I'm 21 Savage. I pull, pull up, up and, and fuck, fuck on, on your, your daughter. daughter. <laughs> what song? It's Water by Ugly Guy. He Thanks, just Ugly new, Guy. Just dropped a new album. Actually, you know what? Since we're doing Ugly Guy lyrics. I'm not going to know this because this is the only Ugly Guy <laughs> listen, song. Listen, listen. This, this might get this, uh, this episode blocked um, on all streaming sites. <laughs> but I'm going to read the lyrics anyway. Let's hear it. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Bitch, I beat my meat. Give a fuck about what you think. I nut up all in my sheets. Bitch, my swag is so complete. Got a yellow bone. Get a yellow bone naked. Ugly guy gonna lick her feet. <laughs> What's a yellow bone for people who don't know? It's a, a, a light-skinned woman with a, a nice derriere. I thought that was red bone. Nah, red bones. It's yellow bones and red bones are very similar, but... Red bones usually have um, red undertones, you know? Mm, so a different kind of light skin. Yeah, it's a different kind of light skin. Red mm. bones are usually a little darker. Ye- yellow bones are normally, like, pale, damn near. Mm. <sighs> but anyway, I beat my meat. <laughs> a word. <laughs> Go listen to that song. That's an amazing song. <laughs> so interest of the week. You know who it is? It's still Mario. I don't know if he wants to tell y'all. Uh, or you can know if you want to be formal, Uncle Mario. Um, Uncle Mario. Uncle Mario. <laughs> The internet's favorite uncle, you know what I'm saying? There we go. <laughs> the nigga formerly known as the real ragamuffin. <laughs> Still the real ragamuffin all day, every day. Um, I'm going to keep it simple this week. You know, I'm just, you know, underscore Gianni Tsunami, a.k.a. Chef Suyardi, in in honor of the album we're doing this week. Mm. Look, it's uh, Case Study 01. There's a lyric in here where Daniel calls himself Chef Boyarcees. So today, I'm Chef Suyardi. Just me, yeah. <laughs> But let's hop into it. Right. Well, how do you want to tackle this? Favorite songs, standout <coughs> lyrics, overall thoughts on the album. What was this album about? Let's, we let's, agree that it's not like a love song type album, right? And so yeah, and you know, this one, we can actually... Or do you want to start with your blasphemous statement? Or do you want to see... <laughs> now, let's, let's save that for a little bit later. Let's okay. save that for a little bit later. This um, <laughs> but... This album is a little bit different. I think it can go back to a conversation we had before about like the sophomore slump. That's uh, Daniel Caesar's second album. Is I it his second album? It's his second album. I thought it was his third, was No. Um, I thought um, there was one before Pilgrim's Paradise is a mixtape. Mm. Man, but, 10 of these artists come out with mixtapes. Nigga, Frank Ocean did the same thing. This, Nostalgia Ultra and Channel Orange are... Channel Orange is an album slash mixtape. Can you get those on the streaming services not right now? You can though. get Pilgrim's Paradise on... Yes. Pilgrim's... You can get Pilgrim's. You can get Nostalgia Ultra. No, you can get Channel Orange on streaming sites. Yeah, Channel Orange just an album though. That's oh, okay. Mixed, okay, whatever. Anyway, regardless. Mixtape, <laughs> keep it on that piff, please. <laughs> anyway, continue. Hey, so is he telling me that um, what's that shit Drake just dropped? Yes, Care Package. Care Package is the album. Keep that shit on that piff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think he broke the mold of not the broke the mold, but broke out of the sophomore slump, um, because this album. It's not a traditional album um, in the sense that most people want to hear love songs. They want to be happy and be in love and feel good. To me, this album is, is Daniel Caesar basically just like 
talking about his life after fame, but he's also talking about the sad shit. You know, sometimes you want to hear about the sad shit. I want to point out, just for anyone who listens, my first time listening to this album was for this review because <laughs> oh my god, I thought we canceled this nigga on two occasions. I thought we canceled him. The first time I didn't cancel him, y'all canceled him when he defended Kanye. So I was like, okay. But the second time, I thought we canceled him because of the why y'all meet the white people. I thought we canceled him, so I didn't listen. In his defense. But apparently. In his defense. Oh, shit, here we go. Have y'all seen Yes Jules' ass? <laughs> Is it real? Is I don't it care. Real? It looks good. Nigga. Uh, damn. Wait, so, so I'm not saying I would do it, but I understand. If he, if he hit that, I understand why he was just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to defend my girl. You know what I'm saying? She got the wets. She got the yeeks on her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. so you're saying Daniel Caesar had booty vision. He had who? Booty vision. Booty vision? That's when the ass impairs your judgment. This nigga said to make him suffer for his opinion by boycotting his music. He said that. He's about to risk the bag for some white yams. Hey. hey fame will do some shit to you. Some good cheeks will do some shit to you. And I think that's what this album is talking about. Okay, let's The first let's half of the it. album is, is him talking about his scorned love. You're not scorned love, but like, you know, love's not good for him. Second half of the album, he's talking about you know, his life, how it's changed. But, you know, shit, it is, it is what it is. I'm just saying, if someone comes around that you just find really charming and infatuating and, and everything that you would want in life, sometimes you say stupid shit for him, you know what I'm saying? But it's okay. I'm just saying, Daniel Caesar, so a couple of things. He does look like the kind of nigga that would let his wife friend say nigga. Yes, Secondly, he does. He does. After that happened, I was glad y'all turned on him because I could finally tweet this oh without repercussions. Daniel Caesar's an ugly ass nigga. Like, y'all let him get away with it just because he was handsome, but then when y'all turned on him, y'all collectively agreed that nigga is ugly. I mean, so what did Jay Z say? He said, Ain't no ugly millionaire. That's what he said. Is that Somewhere what he said? That's actually ugly millionaire? I'm not a. I'm I'm cute. I'm a billionaire. I'm cute. So and Gucci then, is the one that says there's no such so, thing. So and then even further, this nigga Daniel Caesar can sing his ass off. Ain't no such thing as him being ugly, nigga. Oh no, that's true. Cause have you seen how white girls go over Ed Sheeran? And then have you seen what Ed Sheeran <laughs> looks like? Bro, Ed Sheeran looks like Plato that's been out in the sun for a little too long. Ed Sheeran looks like what happens when two Irish siblings have sex. Not the siblings. At least cousins. Nah, siblings. But, you know, Daniel Caesar knows he's ugly. You know, I was telling you the one line. You used to be ugly, but now I hit it from the back. To me, that, I read that one of two. I read that two ways. It's like a flex, but also he's acknowledging he's still ugly, and that's why they only let him hit from the back. He know, I, I he, don't know if that was He's not age. only hitting from the back. He's also been hitting from the side, too, in that same <laughs> bar. So, let's <laughs> not... Did he? Not, I don't know. He did. I remember the line. He, he did. But... But that like, that line ain't me though, cause I are, are like, we are we are we like shame people for being ugly? You trying to use some pretty privilege on this nigga? Hell yeah, wow, bro. you're oppressive. Bro. I'm ugly too. You're so hella oppressive. I'm ugly. I mean, all your people are all Jamaicans. You know he's Jamaican. Hey, that's why all the baddies are half Jamaican, though, right? I have this theory that everybody I know is half Jamaican. Mo- oh I've yet God. to meet an ugly half Jamaican. So for for those of y'all that aren't really up to date on Twitter, recently there was a. Uh, a meme video is like meme video. The, it was like this big 
ugly roast beef built white bitch. She built oh. like she's built like Muck from Pokemon. She just <laughs> just looks so bad. This nigga said this Muck from Muck Pokemon. from Pokemon, bro. It had no rhythm. And it was this skinny Jamaican nigga. It looked like a regular Jamaican nigga. How and we he know he was Jamaican though? He doesn't look like a skinny nigga. Did you hear the music playing? And the and the, the look around of where they were? Nigga, that was Jamaican. So you're stereotyping is what you're saying. You know what Jamaica is. I know what Jamaica that is. That could have been like Let's call a spade a spade. That could have been Trinidad and Tobago. You don't know. No, nigga, that shit was know. Jamaica, nigga. You don't know. Come on now. Mario's mad because he's trying to defend his people, but he knows Jamaica's not no, a real no, place I'm on like this the earth. Last person Jamaica's not a real place on this earth. It's it's mystical land. <laughs> um, but but they were together, and people, people were saying, "Oh, these are the two people that make the Georgia Smiths of the world." Or I like, because Georgia Smith is half Jamaican, half white. Have you seen her parents? Ella May is half Jamaican, I've half seen, white. Look up Georgia Smith's parents. I've right seen now. her parents. Wasn't that true? No, nah, they look they look better than the two people in the video. But what would you far. say? They're, would you? If you saw one of them... And Neither one of them are objectively attractive. Her mom might have been bad back in the day. You never know. She's old now. You know I'm, I'm just saying? saying it takes two ugly people. At least one... You can't have two attractive persons to make an attractive person. So basically what so you're I'm saying like, is Daniel Caesar's going to have a beautiful kid. I'm medium ugly. So like, I'll medium have like a ugly. beautiful child. But here's a, being ugly is fun. because You don't want to know why? I'm sure if Daniel Caesar wasn't ugly, he wouldn't realize he could sing. If I wasn't no. ugly... If I was ugly, I wouldn't realize how funny I am. I when you're ugly, you gotta find other ways to see, overcompensate. See, but I disagree with that because look at all the famous people that are also attractive and are good with what they do. Like who? Chris Brown. He's light skinned though. That's different. <laughs> how he is got, that different? He got light skin privilege. How, is, how yeah. is that different? Listen, tell oh me. Oh my god! I'm gonna paint a picture. Time travel back to 2006. Find any random black girl. Ask them what their ideal guy looks like. And it wasn't light skinned niggas. No, that was light skinned niggas. It wasn't light skinned niggas. That was y'all's peak. Light skinned niggas. Oh my god. That's the year Chris Michael, R came out? Michael Ely's of the world, <laughs> uh. Oh my. Okay, let me think of an attract. Let's, let's go Tyrese. I was, about, I was literally about to say Tyrese <laughs> is the only representation we had. Uh, Trey Song is attractive? Is he? Is, I think Trey Song is attractive. He was like after Chris Brown. I feel like light skinned niggas started going out of style in like 2009. Let's, let's talk about Ty Dolla Sign. He's not light skinned. Yeah, Ty Dolla Sign was post. Oh light skins went God. out of style. But I'm saying, you saying if you're attra- your argument was if you're attractive, you don't find other talents. I'm naming hella attractive people that are also oh, famous that's with their right talents. Now. Yeah. No, that that is that is fair. But my argument is that when you're ugly, you have to find you other ways to harder. survive in the world. No. And because of that, you're more apt to find skills that you might not have found otherwise. I disagree fully. As, as, as your resident non-ugly person, I disagree. Ugly people are the funniest people I know. Nah. You think they got funny that way? Nah, fat nah. people are the funniest people I know, not ugly people. It's a difference. <laughs> it's a difference. <laughs> hey, um, shout out to Troy Jones. He got skinny now. That's my nigga, bro. <laughs> but anyway, back to this album, though. One thing that I thought was different... Keep in mind, I've never listened to a full Daniel Caesar project all the way. I feel like in this, this was like... Also, what'd you just say? I've never listened to a full Daniel Caesar So this podcast is just going to be me talking the whole time? I'm kidding. No, I'm sorry. I've, listened, I've never listened, sat down and listened to one all the way. Is that listened to Freudian either? I've listened to like the, the hit tracks. Okay. But from what I can tell, this seems like, like the, almost the opposite of his previous work. And in terms of like on this one in his previous stuff, there's like a level of like humility in them. Yeah. And then this one is like 
is there's not there's more like I'm talking about shit, which is fine, because I fuck with that. I said in like the gold link one, the similar thing where like I fuck with like the talking shit stuff. So, I mean, but it's I couldn't really find like a cohesive theme on this what? album. What? You can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I tried to like even dig deep as like going with like I was like okay, the album the first track entropy. Let's 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 go let's go track by track okay. at Let's. Cause you just, I can't even. A cohesive theme that across a story across. Let's 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 save that for later because, bro, okay. I'm you just you just floored me because I can I no. can see it all. Okay, explain to but, me. But but tell it to me. No, nah, we're gonna talk about it later. Okay. But what I can what I can see with this album, this is for Daniel Caesar. Freudian the case study of one is college dropout to graduation. It's like, the first one's like, you're humble, you feel this shit, ah, ha, ha, like, I love you, I really care about you, I feel things. Second one is like, bitch, I'm rich, get the fuck out of here, like, what are you doing? Come suck my dick. Stop and being mean to it. white people. And stop I being mean it. to white people. He said stop being what? Mean to white people. Because he getting some white pussy, shit. <laughs> he had to do something. She probably was laying next to him like, Daniel. You want me to suck your dick again? You better tweet something right now. He said boycott my music if you don't like my opinion. And y'all niggas didn't boycott. Shit, I'm listening. <laughs> Shit, I'm listening right now, bro. I don't give a fuck. This nigga is talented. These are the same niggas that's telling me to cancel my Equinox. The same niggas still eating a Chick-fil-A. But I digress. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Not anyway. the same thing. Anyway. You used to be ugly. You know. I think. Um, but just like. This album, though, is a good ode to, like, both R&B and neo-soul compared to Freudian. I think Freudian was a little more um, folky, almost, or just, like, a little bit more alternative in the sense that the sound was a little more airy, a little lighter, kind of, like, on some, like, damn near Corinne Bailey Ray shit, not that far, but, like, it was very lighter. Where this one, production is a little bit deeper sonically, which is reminiscent of neo soul and like R and B, and the topics are very neo soul and R and B, just like love being gone. Religion is a very yeah. uh, neo soul conversation. I'm too deep to turn back. That's the one yeah, where yeah. he was like talking about like his faith, religion. Religion is very yeah. like, and I appreciate Dale Caesar for for having to switch up because I, I hate when artists don't grow. I love growth. Don't keep releasing the same mm-hmm. project over and over and over and over again. Nicki like, Minaj. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Don't keep using the same project Nicki over and Minash. over and over again. Like, each album, you should grow and do something different and try something different. And I, I fuck with Dale for that. I'll say the things I liked about this album. I like that it was 10 tracks. Um, we've seen artists chance. Um, we've seen artists take a chance and release a 22 <laughs> album. Sidetrack was like, but hey, listen. Hey. Chance. Hey, no, I think a Chance album was garbage. <laughs> Listen, no, here, Chance's album could have been good if it was like 10 songs. His album wouldn't have been good if it was 10 songs. No, His album sounded like a 16-year-old made it Listen. on his keyboard using a like, fucking, um, what's the Apple Music music software, GarageBand? Garage Band. <laughs> yeah. If you're taking just like the best 10 songs that made it to an album. Name the best I 10 songs. I my wife. <laughs> Name the best yeah, 10 songs yeah. on Chester Rapper's um, album right I now. I didn't listen to it. So it, it I doesn't, listen, they don't exist. Listen to it more than once. They but don't exist. There are a few. But anyway, I like that this was 10, song, 10 tracks. My standout tracks in no order. Open up. Are you okay? Are you okay gave me that dollar store, that great value Frank Ocean vibes. Okay. Whoa. Nope. 
Nope, I'm not letting that shit slide. You threw that shit in there on the slick. Because you know how I feel about this. And then too deep to turn you back. You know how I feel about this, and bro. And sign Also, did you know this nigga was like of Jamaican descent? I did know that. I did not know that. I did know that. And you, like, you heard this and you was like, is that Patois? <laughs> I went to do my Googles. I was like, I my Googles. Do, here's some, here's some like Jamaican nigga teeth. So I should have known. Jamaica. <laughs> go to Jamaica. That's like colonized by the British shit. Go. Go to Jamaica, you'll see a bunch of people with Daniel Caesar teeth. I promise you. That's pretty funny. So he'd be, he'd be attractive in Jamaica. In Jamaica. Oh, you just going to let that slide. No, I was going to say in Jamaica, the mating isn't about who you choose as a potential partner. It's about money. It's not about looks. It's about strength, dominance. Oh, my God. Daniel Caesar, that nigga's frail. Oh, my. Obviously, a hell of skinny niggas in Jamaica, bro. Yeah, and guess what? On the biggest bitches. And guess what? What? They always have, like... 20 or 50 kids because they can't settle down into a family because no one wants them. Just don't say that like all Jamaican niggas don't have 20 kids, bro. Nah, I know a few that only have like one or two. A few. Motherfucker. Nah, that, y- y'all got a. Y'all are known for, for spreading your royal oats, as they say, and coming to America. I mean, we're called bedroom bullies for a reason. Bedroom bullies. Wow, do you hear that? Jamaicans are abusive, y'all. You heard no, it here that first. Means you beat it up. Um, no, you said you beat right your ways. women up. Whereas then Caesar's out here protecting white women. Y'all beating up black women. That's crazy. I'm about to, I'm about to so come, who's the real enemy here? I'm about to come back next week with some St. Louis slander. Who's the real enemy here? I can't wait. I'm going to find all the St. Louis stereotypes. There are Ooh, none. We're amazing. There are none, right. But I think you, um, you touched on something that, that really pissed me off <laughs> just now. When you call Keep in mind, you're the first one I brought up the Daniels. When, when you're the only person I know making Daniel Caesar Frank Ocean conversations. You're the no, can, only I, can, I finish, can I finish my conversation? Can I finish okay, my conversation? This nigga said Daniel Caesar is a great value Frank Ocean. I find that to be offensive. I think they're both phenomenal. But I, may, I li- after listening to this album a few times, you know, doing my research and like really thinking about it and listening. Wait, what to neighborhood it? from St. Louis are you from? U City. New City. U City. U City. U, like University City, okay. yeah. Hey, continue. Shout out to the Lou, you know what I'm saying? Home of the greats. Um, but after listening to Daniel Caesar's like whole discography and just listening to some other shit, I was thinking to myself, like, this nigga Daniel Caesar, if I had to choose between him and Frank Ocean, I'm choosing Daniel Caesar. Mm. Uh, I think Daniel Caesar has, I'm not, I don't think Frank Ocean has impacted the culture more. Oh, uh, what? But, but. Musically, I'm choosing Daniel Caesar over Frank Ocean. Let me pull up my official ranking of con- Wait. Your, your who? Oh, my one sec. Nigga, what oh, are you pulling up? One I'm kind of scared right now. Bro, what is No, present an argument as to why. Do you write something down? You wrote, do you wrote no, some shit down? No. As to why no. Frank's better? All right, I'm waiting. Oh, no. Pre- Present your argument as to why you prefer Daniel Caesar over Frank Ocean. You want me to pre- okay, so I looked at it in the, not in the sense of impacting culture. Like I said, Frank Ocean okay, no, yeah, has course. definitely impacted the culture more than Daniel Caesar. That's just a given because Frank Ocean is at like pseudo Beyonce level status of like untouchableness. You like for me saying this, I'm sure people are gonna be like, "You motherfucker! Oh, how you gonna say some shit about Frank? Like he's just loved universally." But I'm willing to if listen. You, if you go project to project, I'm taking for the for their three projects, one mixtape and two albums. So you like you have Nostalgia Ultra versus Pilgrim's Paradise, you have 
Channel Orange versus Freud, and you have Blind Case Study 01. Three projects, one mixtape, two albums. I'm taking Daniel Caesar two out of three. So when I say that, I'm saying if you if you compare Nostalgia Ultra to to, to, to Pilgrim's Paradise, I would say I might give an edge to Nostalgia Ultra. They're they're more equal to me, but purely because like Nostalgia Ultra's been around a little bit longer. I think it resonates with a little bit more. I'm I might give the edge a little bit to Nostalgia Ultra, but I, in my mind, I call it equal. Channel Orange versus Freudian. I'm taking Freudian. I'm I'm taking Freudian every time, every time. And then Blind Case Study One. I'm taking Case Study One over Blind. I t- and then even in my mind, you take their two best songs. You take. What do you think Frank's best song? Frank's is? two best songs to me are Pyramids and Nights. Is that fair? I'd say Pyramids and Ivy. I'm gonna say Pyramids and Nights. Is that okay? <laughs> let's, let's go with that. I'm still in Daniel Caesar's two best songs are Get You and Best Part. I'm taking uh, Get You and Best Part. Uh, why over. Are they be- they are both have features on them, right? It doesn't matter. You know, it's the, the song. No, this feature is what makes them what they are. It's no, it's the song. Caliuchis is irrelevant in Get You. We'll just put that out there right now. Okay, fair. But best part, what makes it good is how him and her harmonize. Him and her. That's funny. <laughs> but no, that's the I, song is just amazing on its own. I'll listen. I'm gonna choose my. I'm gonna list five Frank Ocean songs, better than. Daniel Caesar's oh entire. Oh my god! I'd rather listen to these five songs on repeat than all of Daniel Caesar's. I think for and, and here so, we go. And honestly, I thought Channel Orange was was like better than what it was. So I realized I was like, damn, half the songs that I thought I liked on Channel Orange are on Nostalgia Ultra. And I was like, wow, Channel Orange really isn't all that to me anymore. I'm gonna listen to five songs I'd rather listen to on repeat my rest go of my ahead. life. Go ahead. Than all of Daniel Caesar. Go ahead. Ivy, we'll never be those kids. Kids no, again. I think you might be one of the people that like Ivy. Pyramids. <laughs> How do you say it? Siegfried? Siegfried? Siegfried. Siegfried? Yeah. Knights? And Lost? And maybe Crack Rock. Those six? I don't think so. I'd rather bro. listen to those on repeat than all of Daniel Caesar. I don't think so. My my IG followers say your opinions are your, trash. Your IG followers... Because listen, because listen, when people don't think critically about some things, they only think about present what it. the so culture is telling them. Then. Me just presenting this right now isn't as effective as me having a dialogue with him because I think it's easier. Okay, have a dialogue with me. You're a Frank Ocean's a stand. It's not going to be easy. I'm willing to entertain. If, like I said, if you go project by project, pull up Nostalgia Ultra right now on your shit, and I'm gonna pull up Pilgrim's Paradise. Okay. And like I said, I think Nostalgia Ultra is gonna have an edge on this one, but like Death and Tax is an amazing song. Acapella, Streetcar, like these are all fire tracks, and people don't even know about Pilgrim's Paradise. Very few people have actually heard this album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only 25 minutes, which I think is it's like it's pretty decent for a little mixtape. But there, like I said, I'm I'm giving it to Nostalgia Ultra. Okay. I'm giving it to Nostalgia Ultra. But I was gonna say it because like no, because no, here's my thing. Initially, I was like, oh, uh, Pilgrim's Paradise shit Nostalgia Ultra. But I forgot, I didn't realize that half the songs like like um, Strawberry Swing I was about or say, like Novocaine. Nova I, like, I, like, I, like, I was like, oh, these are all Nostalgia Ultra. Okay, Nova never mind. Kane. Yeah, oh, I'm, that yeah I'm, that's what I'm, gi- I'm giving that one to to Frank. I'm 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 eleven. Songs for women, no. pretty good. But so so that was, that's just the first mixtape. Okay. I'm still think Frank has an argument. He hasn't been blown out of the water yet because Death and Taxes is a phenomenal song. We're just not gonna pass that up. There's only two okay. things for sure in this life, and then we get to Freudian. Freudian took the world by storm. Give me your top five, and I'll give you my top five from Channel Orange. 
right. We're doing this Street Fighter mm. style. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Let me let me think about this. Choosing a top five is on the It's album. hard, bro. This is hard. How many songs yours got? It's ten, 10 songs on the album. Mine got seventeen, and it's hard as fuck choosing. Okay, that's first. That's also this nigga has hella more volume. Daniel Caesar's projects are seven, ten, and ten. Okay, let, let's. Because he knows how to how to boil things down. All right, so I think um, if I had we're to going choose, song for song. So you choose one song, I'll give you a comment. This is song. hard, bro. This is hard to choose the top five. I, I'm okay. I'm just. This is my opinion, and I'm probably gonna change it next week. Daniel Caesar's top five songs on Freudian: "Get You," "Best okay. Part," "We Find Love," "Take Me Away," and then Freudian. Here we go. Which so, are phenomenal tracks. Okay. Let's see. I don't want to put "Thinking About You" because that's too easy. Sierra, wait, wait. I don't think "Thinking About You" is a good song. Okay, fair. That's not Sierra Leone. Okay. Okay. Super Rich Kids. It's catchy. Pilot Jones. Okay. Bad Religion. Mm. I'm trying between For and Forrest Gump. Th- those are all good songs. I'm still taking Daniel Caesar. I'm. I can't see it, but I'm gonna give it to you. I can't I'm, see it just because like those five songs and those aren't even like I haven't even t- brought up pyramids, Pink Matter. Let's see. Think about you. Come on, bro. From an from an album perspective and taking a project, I'm taking Freudian. Freudian makes me feel something completely different. You want to know how impactful Orange, Channel Orange Channel Orange, is? And also, I think Channel Orange is, in, is some shit that's just unrelatable to me. I can't, like, anything Frank Ocean's talking about, I'm just like, I, this isn't for me. What's what's unrelatable? I think Frank Ocean makes music for white people more than Daniel Caesar does. Really? I no. do. I do. I do. Daniel Caesar makes so people out here talking about Lizzo makes white music. Daniel How? Caesar makes white music. <laughs> Why you gotta bring up Lizzo? I don't want that. I don't want Lizzo stands and Frank fans coming in. That's crazy. <laughs> but no, super, I, super, I was, super rich kids is not some shit most niggas wait, can relate let me, to. Let me backtrack. I will say I love Lizzo. My, I'm, I'm very annoyed with people saying she makes white people music, and here's why. Because she just makes bad music. Here's why. I disagree. But here's. People love to say like black people are like what are not a monolith. Mm-hmm. We're not the same. But, but then when someone makes something different, same with like you can make with like the, I don't know. Do people don't say about Daniel Caesar. No. But like really. when like a black artist does something that's not stereotypically black like music. Like Childish Gambino. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is white music. But anyway, that's my <laughs> one grievance with that. Okay, so but yeah, like as a project, I'm taking. The and we also have endless. Don't be aware of endless in Frank's discography. I yeah, I forgot about endless. I just kind of excluded that from my argument because didn't even listen to it. Um, endless has some fire stuff. But yes, as a project. And let's see. Let's go to Blonde, and you can go okay. to. Okay, Blonde and and uh, Case Study 01. Where we're where we at right now? Also, Who Hurt You might be one one of the best. You know. Songs of this decade, in my in, in my opinion, I would give. This is top fifty songs of the decade. The all, if I'm gonna entertain you, I would give Case Study over Blonde, but that's it. But the first two, just to entertain you. <laughs> but the first two, I'm giving to Frank. But Nike's is good. Ivy, let's see. Knights is good. I think I listened to Knights. White Ferraris. Why for? Oh man, I love. I cry every time I listen. I listen to it in the shower so the shower can wash away my tears. And and let me let me be clear. I still like Frank Ocean a lot. I'm not saying Frank is bad. I'm not saying I'm fuck with him. I think this nigga makes phenomenal music as well. But I think 
And I'm making Punk. this. And wait, wait. And I'm not making this argument to really pit them together. I'm pit them against each other. I'm making this argument to say. I feel like they make two different kinds of music. I would have never made the comparison. I'm, I'm making this argument to say Daniel Caesar should have as much hype as Frank. And that I disagree with. That's what I think. Because for you to call him, you, you to call him a great value, Frank Ocean, is disrespectful. I don't think you should have That's, Daniel as Caesar. Much hype as Frank. I think Daniel Caesar is a lot, a lot more relatable and makes more um, introspective content than Frank does. I think Frank's sound is introspective, but what he's saying isn't as relatable as introspective. I mean, I don't want to say introspective shit, but like, who can he make people feel a certain way? It's not the art of, it's not the so, so how many niggas in this world listened to Freudian and was like, I'm making best part my wedding song? How many times have you heard that in the past year? How many times? I'm sure their wedding say, song. This, I want to. I want to have the best day of my life to this song. It's not your barometer because niggas out here making and cheering their wedding songs. Those are white people. I know some niggas too. Also, Granted, I, I lied. My nigga, my cousin had his wedding in April and it was too. Niggas old. out here making what's up one song <laughs> and just find out it's actually a trash ass song. Hey, but Ed Sheeran what, makes relatable content one, as well. Niggas out here making what wasn't Maxwell. Don't disrespect Maxwell. What's up one song? This oh, one's work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't disrespect Maxwell. <laughs> niggas out here making that. I'm saying if your barometer is what niggas made their wedding songs. Oh, those niggas are stupid. First off, <laughs> if y'all don't know, this woman's work is about a woman dying in labor. So <laughs> don't do not make that your wedding song. This nigga talking like he been near that. This nigga not, just found out. Like, do last not have week. sex to this woman's work. That's about a woman dying in labor. Watch the music video. This nigga's at a gravestone in the music video. How like, he felt when he found that out is how, how I felt when I found out that, like, how year was it drunk text? I was like, this shit bangs. You take me higher. Yeah, I was like, oh, you take her higher, bang, perfect. Nah. Turns out it's a sad song. Now I can't listen to it the Did same. Did I tell you that? I think I told you that. Yeah. No, you got to start listening to the lyrics of the song. That's what I do. I think this week, at least once a week for the past, I was at least once a month for the past two years, I've revealed to someone that... Um, what's that one Nelly song? Nelly song? Yeah. Um, Going down. Um, that's about to drive by. Yeah. At least and people are like, I'm not listening to the lyrics. Or what's that one song? Pumped up kicks. Do you remember that song? Oh, by was it Foster the People? Yeah. Or? Apparently, that's about a school shooting. I thought it was about a, an abusive father. No, it's about like. Run, he's like talking about shooting and run, run from, from his gun. Relevant. Run from the gun. I thought it was from like a dad that's trying to kill his kid. Oh no, I thought it was like a school. But basically. Either way, niggas are dying. These songs <laughs> that sound like good as fuck. Take a step back, listen to the lyrics. Or, I used to have, you tweeted about this one time. I used to have Come Through and Chill on my sex playlist. But then they have J. Cole coming in here talking about oh, Kaepernick. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro, do not get me started on J. Cole ruining amazing songs. Uh, I like J. Cole. Let's not do that. I think no. he's a great artist. I think he's a phenomenal rapper. This nigga got bars. This nigga doesn't need to be on every song possible. Bro, Come Through uh, and Chill was a five-star song, and then J. Cole knocked it down to a two and a half. Um, Bro, this nigga's verse was the most trap. Nigga, why am I listening to police brutality? I'm trying to get some, some wets, nigga. Imagine, imagine you're going balls deep, and then she stops and says, like, Whatever happened to Kaepernick? Now you're like, like, and this nigga was kneeling, huh? What if she's giving you head on her knees and she's like Kaepernick kneeling? She's like, wow, am I Kaepernick now? Like, <laughs> like this nigga, this bro, 
That I, is a good point. How if this wasn't a music podcast, we could talk about how hypocritical Jay Z was, but let's not do that. No. Oh no, let's 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 dive into no, it. That's, no, this is not a time no I love talking about Jay Z. Because I, I am not a Jay Z fan. No, I'm a Jay Z fan, but certain decisions he makes, I don't disagree with them in the context of themselves, but in the context of like the brand he's built. Like, oh, we're on the NFL shit. Yeah, oh. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. How, you know, before he was like, we stand with Cap, but now he's given the NFL access to black culture, but without the guilt and without remedying, you know, and his excuse was, well, Caps was doing it to raise awareness. We raised awareness then, but I'm like, come on now, you know, but. I mean, that's, uh, well, I guess we're getting into it. No, I mean, um, like I'm saying, I can't hate business moves or whatever. And I'm just saying... I hate capitalism, so I do hate business moves. <laughs> I love business moves. Fucking Jamaican. These niggas are going to be the downfall. They're, they're the Nigerians of the Caribbean. Have I said this before? I feel like I probably. need to. The Jamaicans are the Nigerians of the Caribbean. And that's what I mean the, by that... That's probably the only Caribbean and, country you know besides Barbados. And, 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 Name five Caribbean countries. Let's so we got... Are they, are they black specifically? The Caribbean countries. Yeah, black okay. Caribbean okay, countries. Okay, so we got, we got Haiti. We okay. got Jamaica, we got Barbados, Barbados, Trinidad, Tobago, St. Kitts. There you go. Bye. Okay. He, okay, he, nigga. That's right, because okay, he nigga. has sex with girls from like each of those countries. <laughs> oh this nigga. He's a, I, this nigga got a scratch off map in his room. Dominica, Guyana, bro, we're just naming countries out here. What's good? Anyway. You're not ready, nigga. Does Panama not, count? I don't know, maybe. They got Panama is like Central America. They got hella niggas like, in Panama, though. Yeah, no, they're Central America, but like Curacao or whatever, but. So we're only so like island countries because like we could name Belize too. You know what I'm saying? Is Belize considered Caribbean? It's, it, it's, like it's a coast. It's on the coast. Mm. Anyway, I don't know. Back to Daniel Caesar. We're not talking about Jay Z. This nigga's we lyrics. We're talking about Jay Z at some other point. This nigga has lyrics that, to me, are some of the most relatable content so that I. What lyrics have touched you? What are what what are some relatable lyrics? Okay, so. The most relatable lyric in... First of all, the most relatable song, in Wait, my opinion... you want to hear the most relatable lyric to me? I said it before. Go ahead. Hit it from the back. ugly, <laughs> but now I hit from the back. Bro, so low-key, low-key, I, um, I saved that same lyric in my notes. I was like, this shit's fire. I was like, yo, this is amazing. But the song that really struck me... I had a few songs that like had me sit back and like, damn, like reflect on my life. But the song that I think did it the most successfully was Open Up. Open up is uh, what track five? Yeah, track five. Um, and then the lyric that I wrote down that really got to me. Hold on. This nigga played the song. This shit. Okay. I just have to remember what it was. Yeah, it's a good ass song. This nigga had a bar that says, "I don't feel like talking unless it's about me or philosophy." And when we're both finished, then we we'll have a reason to speak. Fake deep ass nigga. No, no, no. You, did you listen to the whole bar? He said, I don't feel like talking unless it's about mere philosophy. Okay. And when we're both finished, then we'll have a reason to speak. Like, after we fuck, then we'll have something to talk about. But in, until then, and, I'm, and that's relatable because I've had a lot of moments in my life where I was fucking with some hoes. I was like, bitch, I don't actually want to talk to you. I just want you to fuck. Back when I was in my, my fuck boy Toxic era. masculinity. Back when I was in my trash era, which I think is where Daniel Caesar is right now. He's in like, his trash era. Of course. Have you heard? Have you heard who hurt you? Of course he has to be in his trash era because he's out here saying He's boycott. famous now, bro. He's, he's, it's, he's famous. He has all these bitches throwing themselves at him. And he needs Pause, to. Did you hear about 
Blueface saying in the past six months he's had sex a with six thousand bitches. So doing the math, I'm like, that has to be six girls a day. <laughs> yeah, he, he's I'm, he's I've had three swims, four swims, sometimes five swims. I'm like, bro, nah, my dick would not work. Hella cat. <laughs> my dick hella would cat. not work, bro. Not if he said in his lifetime, I'd be like, yeah, in his maybe, lifetime, I'm like, yeah, maybe. six months. Six, that's yeah. five per day, bro. Th- that's unnecessary. That's five per day, bro. But also, does he not chafe, bro? If I like, if I fuck too much, my dick start chafing, <laughs> and then like. It gets like irritable and shit. <laughs> and I gotta let that bitch heal. Like, I just know. I know personally, not personally, but like, I follow a couple of girls who would throw the pussy at him, even though it makes no sense. The nigga is not unbeat. Has a tattoo of Benjamin Franklin, ben- Abraham Lincoln, Benjamin Franklin on his face. Wait. I will never forgive why us. Why you hate Blueface so much? I will never forgive us for making Blueface famous. This nigga, bro, this nigga's talented. Blueface can actually he can rap decently well. This nigga purposefully raps off beat, and it's not it's not on beat when you catch the one. Like he always catches a beat, and like that's you sound if, like you sound like every Blueface fan. No, like it, if you if you know music, if you know musicians, like niggas are like, oh, like he's not on beat, he's just swinging it. Like it's sometimes it's a little a little <laughs> off. You give it a little space, and he's catching the end. So he on beat. No, there's there's it can all literally everything's on beat if you want it to be. You can go one, two, three. We can go one and two, and or you can go one and E and two and E. Like everything's gonna be on beat regardless. <laughs> if you know this, music, this nigga sound like Beyonce stands when they're trying to jump oh through hoops God. to the fans. This guy <laughs> compare me to Beyonce stands. This like, is like every Kanye. Does Daniel see? That's not Daniel see. This does, is every Kanye stand when they're trying to jump through the Does music hoop. not make you want to either fuck hoes or fight somebody? I feel it every time. The only fuck thing, I'm listening. I bleed it. Slide. Like it's just like. The only, thing I, the only thing I want to do when I listen to Blueface is I'm about to walk. get disrespectful. That's it. All I want to do is crip walk. That's it. Oh, my God. This nigga. I fuck, hey, Blueface, I fuck with your shit, bro. Fuck this nigga. Just don't go to Jamaica for a concert. By the <laughs> time I'm, like, famous, Blueface won't even be around anymore. So we good. Oh, you being famous? Did you, are you going to tell the world about your... your about what? Your uh, D-list? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, D-list? Did, you, did you see what's her name just released a video Don't for Juicy? Oh, I was like, ooh. No, you got to tell them what your D-list hit list is. You don't got to say nobody on the D-list hit list, but. So I have this list of like celebrities that I feel like once I become a D-lister, they're within my league. Don't, like I won't say one person on the list, but like Jordan Woods, like she's famous. But if I was a dealer, so she's not out of my league. And, and his argument is like, oh, when he becomes mildly famous, where he knows some people who get invited to the same spaces as other people who exactly. are more famous, and then be able to shoot his shot thus. Basically. Um, and by the time I get famous, so like my timeline for like fame is like two-ish years. By then, you know. You give yourself two years to be famous? Yeah. I appreciate you. I'm going to be back in the gym, you know. Your, your reach. Yeah, so I'm like, by then I'm going to be back in the gym, so I can like. Look like I retired, like, what do you call, like, the thick dudes in, like, NFL? Defensive? Oh, um, defensive end? Or yeah, I, my goal physique is, like, I'm going to look like a retired, like, NFL player. So when I shoot my shot at Jordan Woods, you know, fuck them best NBA niggas. Come fuck with the NFL oh nigga. Let's go. God. NFL niggas don't get the bag. You know what they NFL do niggas get, have brain injuries. They got CTE. Right, <laughs> they get brain injuries. They gonna, they mean they going to they bring me fucked up, and they going to fuck their wife up, nigga. Fuck it up in the bedroom. No, they're going to beat them. Okay, we're going to leave that alone. That's a very deep conversation. Yeah, um, that's too deep. NFL niggas, y'all can, beat all, y'all, all y'all can beat my ass, so don't leave me alone. <laughs> don't come this way. But yeah, no. They don't see it, though. 
I fuck with you, Frank Ocean. I fuck with you too. But if it came down to it, I'm beating both y'all asses oh, yeah, at the same say, time. Um, Daniel Caesar, one day I'm gonna run into you. I'm gonna present you a beat. Don't take this as slander. This is constructive criticism. Nigga, what are you about to say? I'm not even criticizing this album. Out of all the album, albums they've done so far, this is my second favorite. So I shouldn't say I'm like hating on it. You just didn't like the the Frank comparison. Yeah, once you said that, that kind of like turned me off. Because <laughs> I was listening to him as like himself as like Daniel Caesar. Yeah. And I'm like, this, he's a great artist. Yeah. I love this new wave of like R&B artists. He has the potential to be like a classic, like Freudian classic mm-hmm. album. From what I've heard of it, but then when he talks in like the Frank Ocean comparison, now I'm you're you're forcing me to like compare him to like someone that you honest, idolize that you put on a pedestal icon. that you put on a pedestal. But even without that, just like give him the room to grow. I feel like if you're holding into like he's the next Frank Ocean or whatever, I feel like as an artist I would hate that shit. If I'm trying to like do my own thing and someone's like, oh you're trying to compare I don't know and like I said I wasn't comparing them to actually compare them I was comparing them to highlight that Daniel Caesar needs more clout he needs a little bit more reach and 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 then and in talking about this I kind of have started to think that I feel like Frank, of, Frank Ocean part of what is part of Frank Ocean's clout comes from the fact that when he came out nowadays every other week there's a new artist 2012 there wasn't a lot of competition no nah, I disagree with that I but, disagree with that I mean I think his clout came from the fact that he was without a future I think being paired up with TC and the internet and Earl Sweatshirt and like being featured on all their mm. shits and them all fucking each other. Once, no, you, once, you, once you listen to Tyler Creator, you listen to Frank Ocean. Once you listen no, to Earl Sweatshirt, you listen to Frank Ocean. That's fair, but then also there are other members from that group who like, where the fuck is Mellow Hype? Making beats probably? Exactly. You don't know where the fuck these niggas Maybe he are. doesn't want to release projects and shit. Jasper got his own shit. Taco's out world DJing, like global DJing. But they're DJing. on the same level as Frank though. Because they're not making music. But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think we should. We should. We should actually. But and, but, I'm, but I'm. But I'm. But I'm. And that's also not saying that everyone in Odd Future is on the same level. Obviously, Frank is one of the most talented niggas in that in that collective. But because he had that collective and that pre-established um, distributive network and like platform, it elevated him to higher than what he would have been if he just released solely like. Daniel I agree Caesar with that did. briefly, but I also think part of Frank too is like. The mystery, like you don't hear from Frank, that's even fair. when it's album time. This that's nigga, fair. I think that's part of like before you drop Blonde, every other week niggas is talking about where's the Frank coming, album. Coming, coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And Daniel Caesar kind of did drop this as a surprise. I fucked it. I was like, oh but shit. Also, this nigga is saying stupid shit in the news. Mm. So that, like, you know what I'm saying? That's just PR. That's just PR. I just feel like. I feel like the 2012-2013 landscape as far as music goes was very different from music now. So I mean, I, but I think that you time... You can't really like compare, you know? That time was different because I think there was still more of a blend between R&B and hip-hop, too. So, like, 2012-2013, you had niggas at, like, K-Camp or, like, fucking... Who else? Like, just the niggas that were, like, sing-songy, like, rapping, but mm-hmm. not, like, like Drake singing... Well, Drake, too. But not, mm-hmm. like, Drake singing, like, rapping, but, like, trying to do hard shit or, like, club shit. Sing song you rap, so it was muddled in what the lines were for shit. Not that I mean, not even just like the genre though. As far as like, I feel like now with like a lot of, I maybe just because I'm older now, but like with like the advent or whatever of, of like streaming services, mm-hmm. 
Not that it's easier. It's not easier, but like getting I mean, the, the music out. 2012, get, 2013 was peak SoundCloud. So like, you know, that's when the most artists were out ever. You know, but here's the thing though: was the average person listening to SoundCloud? I don't know what the average person was doing. Like, okay, I'm not the average person, nigga. I'm this. excellent. I'm okay, exquisite. Listen, I'm extraordinary. Think about this: if you take a random phenomenal, take a random person's phone. <laughs> They're likely to have Spotify or Apple Music okay. on there, right? Versus like 2012, taking around the person's phone. There was no SoundCloud app. Apps weren't big like that back then. Exactly. If I mean, you went to their desktop, though, I bet you they had SoundCloud pre, like, you type in SO and SoundCloud will pop up. Yeah, maybe like that one or two tracks, but like. Nah, niggas was. Maybe, maybe it's just my, my own camp, but like. Cause I don't feel like a lot of people aren't like actively. Then how did so many people get famous off of SoundCloud? Wait, let me, let me finish. What I'm saying is like back then, like the. Even now, like, the, now it's more acceptable, but back then, like, the connotation of being a SoundCloud rapper. Now it's a weird no, connotation. No, even back then, like, I feel like 2012, that's when I was How did college. so many, that's how, all these niggas got famous off, off of SoundCloud. Yeah, because they had a dedicated fan base. But I'm just saying. No, as, it's because it was general, easy to, it was the most easy platform to reach an artist. And everyone wants to do it. If someone was like, like, because it was like YouTube, like you got to make videos for YouTube. That's just difficult. But Soldier Boy did it. But that's like, oh, I don't want to have to make videos. SoundCloud and in part Bandcamp, which is like a more that Bandcamp is like dedicated fans because most niggas don't know what Bandcamp is. No, that is true. But SoundCloud is that platform where niggas are like, oh, I can just listen. They go go search and listen to some shit here, and that's like you can be directly connected with your artists whenever they drop. No, I'm a like I said, maybe it's just like my own. Like, oh, you heard the new Future track, bro? Go go look it up and search. On SoundCloud, like, oh, shit. The only time I ever had access is... Actually, now that I'm about to say this, maybe Tumblr has something to do with it, too. Because, like, the only time I ever listened to the SoundCloud tracks... Was it linked to Tumblr? But it was because, like, it was, like, in Tumblr. Yeah. That, but, like, me or the people I knew weren't actively choosing to go to SoundCloud. But you would still hear the tracks. Through Tumblr. So it wasn't, like, a But SoundCloud it's still SoundCloud. Yeah, but, like... It was boosted by... Do you remember how big Tumblr was back Tumblr then? Tumblr was huge, yeah. SoundCloud was also huge. I don't know. I just feel like... I get SoundCloud back then, in my mind, the type of people who listen to SoundCloud, SoundCloud are like music type. Active, music, avid music fans. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at it through a biased lens, but from but, my understanding, well, SoundCloud was say, popping. I say all that to say... Comparing Daniel Caesar to Frank at this point in his career mm. is, in, I, in, I think, in the long run, is detrimental to like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, whatever, so many people have fair. a high opinion. Because like I said, I was fucking with this album until I said it. Like, <laughs> so now but, I'm sitting here like, but you you got the wrong message from that. Like I said, I wasn't trying to say Daniel Caesar is Frank Ocean or Daniel Caesar is better than Frank Ocean. I'm, I said that so people would actually critically look at Daniel Caesar's projects and compare it to something that they, or well, look at, or not compare it, but look at it next to something that they hold in such high regard and like, wow, this shit is as good as this other shit is. It is as good, but I wouldn't, like, again. So he should have, like, niggas riding for him. But that, that would be based on the assumption that Frank's clout only comes from the fact that his music is good. That's not what we live in. That's the age we live in. Then everyone should go kill them. Why do you think no, niggas are here? I take that back. I take that, I said, that shit slipped out. I take that shit back. Why do you think niggas are here coming out with tattoos on their face? And like, because it's not just about the music. Because Lil Wayne. It's about, no, it's not. But it's like, Lil Wayne was not here with like rainbow hair and shit, you know? But like, 
it's not just about the music. Like I said, Frank o- Frank Ocean is like a person as an entity. But then even that though, like, not that Daniel Caesar isn't Daniel Caesar isn't artistically talented, but like besides like the vocal, I don't give Daniel Caesar he has better vocals. But as far as I like, like his writing better too, putting a track together. I like Frank his Ocean better. knows how to put a track together. I think Frank Ocean's sound is more unique. Oh, Frank is in his own lane, which is again why I think I, I think Daniel Caesar's sound is pretty unique as well. But Frank Ocean's is like I said, more probably, different. If I were to find someone to compare Daniel Caesar to, you're gonna hate this comparison. I told you, Khalid is. My Don't Daniel disrespect. Caesar. Khalid is pop music, bro. Don't disrespect. That's Caesar my. Like in my mind, they're Khalid like one is and the straight same. pop music, bro. I don't. I don't fuck with Khalid, bro. Frank Daniel Caesar, he making music. Khalid got location. I do like location. That's the only song I like by him, nah, bro. Man. Whatever this new Khalid track is with Megan The Stallion. First time I heard that shit, nigga, I was so confused. I'm like, I don't think I listened to it, bro. Because I'm listening to the to the to the song. And I'm like, there's a DJ on the radio, like, live mixing? Is he putting Megan Stallion acapella over, like, what, this Khalid track? No, it's the actual track, bro. And I heard it multiple times on the radio. and was just like, yeah, no, they're like, what? This shit sounds so stupid. Yeah, I know. I'm not a fan of, like, trying to mix things that don't organically go well together. But, like, Daniel Caesar, one could argue that he makes, like, pop R&B or pop Oh, I disagree fully. Because, like, I mean, okay, so let me say, let me, let me make this argument. Just like hip hop, which has becoming and in becoming more popular, broken out into different lanes. You have so many different avenues that you still consider hip hop. You have you have trap music. You got like the Migos flow music. You got like little pump ass like yelling ass music. You got J Cole lyrical shit. You got Drake like emotional pop shit. You have so many different lanes that encompass what hip hop is, and it's all still acceptable in calling it hip hop. R and B. I think it's taken that same route. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, that's not talked about as much as hip-hop is because it's not like as popular. But you can have an artist like Frank Ocean who does what he does, and that's, some people, still, like it'll be still categorized as R&B. You have mm-hmm. Daniel Caesar doing what he does, talking about things the way that he talks about. I'm having those influence. Wait, wait, wait. And, and wait, 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 wait. And having those influence. But no, no. Then you have like Miguel, which is more rockish, and that's fine, but Khalid is more firmly in the pop lane because I think in my mind, Daniel Caesar is... Out of everyone that's out right now, other than maybe Gallant, I think Gallant is the most pure R&B singer right now. Daniel Caesar is one of the closer ones to like the the core of R&B. Just like how you say like oh J Cole or like Joey Badass's core hip hop like in his roots. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel Caesar is getting closer and closer to the core R&B and neo soul kind of lane. Whereas Khalid is pop. Khalid Khalid is doing the shit that Rihanna was doing in 2010. And that's facts. I'll give you that. I'll give you that's that. That's facts. It's not a little I'm going to down. And Rihanna is the queen of pop right now, so. You think Rihanna's the queen of pop? I do think Rihanna's the queen Even of pop. Even though she hasn't released an album since. And Michael Jackson died 10 years ago. That nigga's still the king of pop, so <laughs> what fuck you mean? Dude, you want to know what the most awkward thing ever is? Whenever I'm at work and then, like, with black people, it's like a general understanding that, you know, the whole Michael Jackson thing, whatever. Don't we talk just don't about talk it. About just it. don't talk about it. But then, like, well, white people, they'd be like, when, when, like, they're in a situation where they're being, like, something, like, fucked up, they'd be like, you have the R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. I have to buy my tongue. I have to be like, this is not a time and place. I don't even know why you brought this up on this podcast. No, we're not like, going to have a productive conversation about it. No, we're not going to have a conversation. I'm just like, when I'm with my white coworkers, I'm, I'm bring up Michael Jackson. Yeah. I, in that light, I'm like, I'm like, is this the time? No, nah, no, nah, you know. No, no. Any, just, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, 
I think Daniel to to bring up Khalid since you brought up Khalid, he's way more pop than Daniel Caesar is. Especially Daniel Caesar case study 01, I would liken him akin to the sound of like more folky alternative similar to Frank, how they have that folk alternative like lighter feeling. That's kind of what Freudian His was more than like Pil- is very Pilgrim's Frank Paradise Ocean and like Freudian were a little bit more airy. Case study 01 is getting to like the rhythm and blues of like music. You know, mm. Rhythm and blues is R and B. This is more rhythm and blues or soulful than what he's done in the past. And I really appreciated that transition as well. That's true. I guess I liked like I said, I didn't listen to Freud in all the way. Mm. Or like I don't really sat down and listen I listen to like bits and pieces here and there. But what from what I can tell I can I appreciate that one more because I felt like he was in his bag in that one. And Freudian? In Freudian. I mean, niggas are always more hungry in their first project. No, that is true. Because, so, like, you, could you say Frank Ocean more in his bag on Town of Orange than Blonde? Oh, for sure. Niggas are always hungry on their first project. But. If. You told me that Case Study 01 and Freudian were made by, like, two different artists. You believe it? I believe it. I mean, right? same thing for Redbone and Camp. I'm not Redbone, but um, Awaken My Love and... Uh, wait, and we're still on the front. Okay, but if, ahead, you, if you give me Channel Orange and Blonde... I think they were two different artists, too. You would think... See, yeah. I disagree. I'd be like... I'd question it, you know? Blonde but was you know, kind of spacey. I feel like we all agree that Challenge Gaming and just switched. Yeah, that was a whole, whole turn. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, that wasn't even like a good comparison. Niggas was not ready for No, that shit caught everybody off guard, bro. <laughs> I was ready. I was like, my gym playlist about to be fire. There must be straight bars in this bitch. Yeah, I was like, punchline. Music bars, nigga. <laughs> but then he came with, like, the funk, which I kind of like. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, fuck this shit. But then it kind of grew on me. I saw Childish Gambino no live. Damn, that shit was spiritual. Did I talk really? about this last episode? I don't remember. Nigga, I don't remember shit. I'm going to be honest. No, bro. I feel like I probably really repeat the same thing every episode because I don't remember shit. You know, I saw. We need a, a PA in here to like give me QRs. Like we, we talked about it already, nigga. Stop. We're not, we're not here. We, first thing a PA is gonna do is make sure we stay on topic on time. <laughs> but that's like the next level of like the level up for this podcast. But I so, don't know, Daniel's Go ahead. Bringing it all back, Daniel Caesar. Has tons of potential. And I want this nigga to win. I want him to put on for the ugly niggas everywhere. But what I'm going to need him to do, what I need all the celebrities I appreciate to do, stop talking. <laughs> just like. You're making a sign to stop talking? Yes. Do you really? See, but I'm not really a mega just That shit got like, famous. I appreciate her as like a person, but I'm not like. I'm not in the Megan the Stallion camp. Like, I want her to succeed okay. too. But like, I'm not really checking. <laughs> In the way that, like, I'm checking for Daniel Caesar, you know? Um, like, for, when I, if, I, if I ever become famous, um, and this is hard to believe, because, you know, I love social media, mm-hmm. I'm deleting my Twitter, I'm going to just have a burner account so I can, like, stay in the loop, but I am not going on social media. Because, like, you'll say one shit, and then people, like, twist it, you know? See, I feel like... I'm, if, not, I'm not using social if, media. If I get famous, if I get famous, I'm going to be like Rihanna in 2012 on Twitter, Bro, she was clapping back at everybody coming with that heat. And I was like, this shit's hilarious. It made me feel more relatable to Rihanna. 2012 was different from 2019. Okay, we can talk about, like, Mark Lamont Hill on Twitter right now. Mark Lamont Hill, CNN analyst. He's, like, on – he's a – like a political analyst for Mm -hmm. CNN. And he's clapping back at niggas talking about culture on Twitter. 
I mean, I guess that fits. It. I guess if or it, like or like Chrissy if Teigen. It, if it fits your brand, Chrissy Teigen. Like I fuck with that. Here's another reason why I'm not trying to be clapping back on Twitter, though. Mm-hmm. Right? When you get to that point, kind of like Chrissy Teigen, mm-hmm. where you're out here like clapping back at everyone, as soon as you fuck up, people are like, oh. How the turns have tabled. How the turns have tabled? Like, for example. Or how the turns have tabled? Yeah, yeah. You know how she's <laughs> how like. The tables have I know, it was a joke. But you know how, like, she was, she was like, out here criticizing Trump, 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 this, right? Yeah. But then, when Kanye went in his whatever, people were like, oh, you just tweeted about having dinner with Kanye, so what's up? You know, people hold you to like this. Yeah, that's fine. No, I mean, for me, it's like, I'm not trying to have to deal with. You know, for uh, for my own mental health, well-being, or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just peace out from social media. Like once I get a semblance of like clout, I'm gone. Because my I'm getting a burner. Account. I feel that but burner I'm, account, so I can like you know how like basketball players got a burner account to slide yeah. in DMs. Like Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'm gonna have a burner. Nah, he, his is a talk though. Mine is just a slide in DMs. Imagine you get a. But they're not gonna believe you. Be like, who the fuck are you, nigga? I, I saw the picture. I'll be like, yo, like I'm, this fake ass picture. I play for the NFL. What 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 the, famous basketball player slides in DMs on a burner account? I feel like I've heard like a couple of podcasts. I feel like having that that blue check makes it so much easier. No, apparently, like if I know of not I know, but I've heard of like a few girls like they get a message they're like from some weirdo saying, yo, I play for the. They, they don't believe it, mm-hmm. but then they get some sort of proof and then. So that's, that's stupid. Listen, I'm going to give a tip to all y'all out there shooting shots, whether you're famous or not. Always do it on Instagram because you can unsend the message. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they can see that you unsend it. That's fine. They don't know who unsend it, though. I, this happened before where people unsend messages. I'm like, who unsent it? I can't find out. You don't know who unsent the message regardless. But you just shoot your shot. And if it's not a favorable response, just unsend that bitch, delete the conversation, <laughs> call it a day. It never happened. It never nah, happened. I just, I just delete the thread out of sight, out of mind. No, because then it's still there. They can still screenshot it and put you on blast later. Unsend so, the message. That's how when I, when I send, when I slide in DMs, I send a message where, like, if they're an asshole and they screenshot it and post it, they look like an asshole for posting it because, like, I don't come, like, ignorant. I'm usually, like... Yo, just let me take you out for didn't, lunch Didn't somebody screenshot your, uh, your messages and put them on Snapchat? Who? We had this conversation. Your sister let you know about... Oh, <laughs> no. But that was the conversation, though. Oh, okay, okay. That was, like, them talking about, like, after the... Di- whatever. No, that's different. <laughs> but, like, when I send my messages, I'm always, like, operating under the assumption that, at the very least, they're going to screenshot and send to their friends. Mm. So I feel like you should always, uh, like, uh, uh, like, expect that. Yeah, so I compose the message in a way where, like, even if they're not interested, if they're an asshole about it, their friends will be like, yo, you're being a bitch about oh, That this. just reminded me. I, I, I just shot a, a nigga shot today. Do the laugh? Yo, this shit was stupid as hell. So there's this girl that um, used to date a girl that I was involved with. And a girl I, that I met used to date. A girl that I was involved with. They're like... One, the girl. Wait, so the girl you just shot your shot at used to date a girl that you used to be involved with. Yes. So she's bi. I don't know. I'm not gonna put labels on anything. Okay, but you know she dates guys and girls. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and I like I met up with her at this uh, at this day party, and I was like, Oh, I know you. you used to fuck with so and so. And she's like, Oh yeah, I did. And then like whatever, start following each other on, on Instagram. And she's like promoing this party. That's coming up soon. She's like promoing hard, promoing hard. Uh-huh. And she posted a picture talking about some, oh, 
Um, should I wear this outfit to the party? I know it's real simple, but should I wear it? Yes or no? And you I hit, said that? I hit no. Oh, you, I hit, oh. This is a poll. I hit no. Because <laughs> it was just like some, some Spanx and like the, a t-shirt. Uh-huh. And then she's like, oh, so so um, you're getting tickets and bringing all your friends since you're critiquing my outfits, right? And I was just like, see what happened was. So my she fingers was shooting slipped. a shot. She no, was shooting a shot. No, no. That she was, was trying to get me to buy shot. tickets to the show. Mm. And I'm like, see what happened was my fingers slipped. I'm sorry. And she was like, oh, well. <laughs> The link is right there. You go buy that shit. Is she's she's like I was like and then I was like oh you know I only got twenty four dollars in my account. <laughs> the tickets are twenty five. <laughs> she, she's like I got a discount code I can send you. I'm like oh you know I just twisted my ankle. I think I'm in for the weekend. I don't know if I can move. <laughs> Let me wait. Wait pause. Tell me why I log into Twitter right. This girl she's fine. She posts like four photos or whatever. This nigga Gianni said what did you say? <laughs> What'd you say? Let me pull up. Let me pull it up. <laughs> let me finish the story first. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, no, let me finish the story before we go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. So, so then I'm like, oh, I twisted my ankle. She's like, nigga, I know you ain't gotta lie. And I was just like, see, when my ankle when my ankle heals up and my check hits, I would love to take you out to lunch sometime next week. Just let me know. Mm. She did not respond. Mm, you gotta unsend. But I can unsend these messages and it never happened. Tell me why the other day I woke up from I think I woke up from a nap. I don't know if this was in the evening. Let's see what time this was. This is at five. No, this was at five twenty. No, what time was this? This is at eleven oh six p.m. So yeah, I did wake up from a nap. This this girl, she posts this. Some she cute, whatever. She kind of small, but whatever. This nigga Johnny, he retweeted her photos of the caption. Suddenly, I feel like blowing my whole check. You want it? Me and I'm sitting here like, what check this nigga got? But anyway. Hey, don't disrespect me, nigga. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, she responds. She responds, yes, please. With like the eye emoji of like the puppy dog eyes. This nigga, Johnny, says, <laughs> she says, he says, all right, let me fly to LA. She says, and this is the part that got me. Wait, did she like her? This is the part that got me. Uh, let me see. Um, she says, oh, you, <laughs> oh, oh, you don't even have to move, boo. Just cash at me. <laughs> she told this nigga, oh, you don't even come out here. Girl <laughs> she said, oh, you don't even got to move. Just cash at me. I died. But then this nigga, Jenny, replied, suddenly my fingers don't work anymore. <laughs> I saw that shit. I died. Hey, a lot of things happen all of a oh, sudden. You feel apparently, me? she posted this the side eye emoji, and then he responded, "Things just keep happening all of a sudden." Hey, shit. Hey, shoot or shoot. Like, you feel me? Shoot or shoot out here. Nah, that inspired me to shoot my shot. I didn't shoot my shot with nobody, but it inspired me to shoot a couple shots. Bro, I'm saying. I can't be shooting shots publicly on Twitter though, because I gotta be low key. But and that's. Then that's why I said this album is relatable for me. Because you're a fuck nigga? <laughs> no, I'm not a fuck nigga. But because I'm in the stage in my life where I don't owe anybody anything, and I could just do and say wild shit because that's the place that I'm in. Like, when you're single and you're really single, fuck it. Like, what do you have to lose? And that's what Dan Caesar's album is talking about. It's, it's talking about, like, oh, because obviously you're going to deal with people from the past, but it's just like, Hey, we all growing out here. Sometimes we do some some braggadocious fuck you shit. 
And sometimes for me, it's just like shooting random shots and just saying stupid shit and with no intention behind it. Because I didn't actually plan on sending Shorty my check. I wasn't planning on flying out to L.A. Sometimes you just got to be on dirt <laughs> for the fuck of it. For the retweets, nigga. For the retweets. Uh, but no, nah, that shit gave me like, but let's wrap this Yeah. Um, I think this might be the first time we stayed on track for the most part. We, we, we kept pretty close to, to home. But just you like, wanna know why? Go ahead. Because there's not a consistent theme. Let's, for example. No, there is. What do you mean? You said because there's not a consistent theme. That's why we stayed on track? Yeah, for example. For example, right? Okay. Control. That one, we didn't even finish the episode. We got to do a part two. Because there was this theme of like side chicory, um, relationships, love, whatever, right? Diaspora. We had the, the, the album named Diaspora. Mm. We were able to talk about how he didn't include the entire diaspora. My Beautiful Doctors of Fantasy, we had like themes surrounding the okay. context of that album. I'm still waiting for you to tell me like- You ready? What the theme was for this so I can go back and listen with like fresh ears. All right. So we, 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 can, uh, we, can, we can end can on, on, on my explanation too. Okay, let's um, explanation. Yeah, Mario's dog is running out and doing stupid shit. Um, so basically, like I said earlier, <laughs> This album is akin to graduation in that it's his braggadocious life after fame conversation. Um, and the track names are very intentional in that as well. So initially, like I, so always look at this through the lens of life after fame. Entropy, I gotta um, look up what that, because I had to look up what entropy meant chaos. to understand. No, it doesn't mean chaos. It's like a specific scientific term related to something. Let me go, do a quick Google, Google search. I feel like I'm see. I can tell. Really um, ent- entropy is, is how chaotic or disorder something is. Chaos or disorder. And he says it in, in the song, basically just like um, when things aren't, when entropy is contained within its isolation within itself, you have to release it to break free from that entropy. Yeah, that's one of the thermo, so, thermogenic laws or whatever. Yeah, thir- thermodynamic like, Entropy laws. always increases. Yes. And that's like basically his his. Give me my, I gotta see, nigga. Let's go. Let me get so my you did better than me. I had to Google all of this shit. I had to Google every single one of these things. And in the in conversation for that song, he's basically just saying like, it's a bad situation. If I say it's a bad situation, I'm talking, what about the album as a whole? You're telling me individually. I'm, I'm finna because you have to go track by track to do that. Okay. And okay. I'm not I'm not gonna go this deep in depth because that's I forgot what the fuck entropy meant. Um, <laughs> basically, he's just like, I, I like need to find peace, and that's through letting this bitch go essentially like i gotta move on from whatever this shit is and that takes you into cyanide when he's like oh this bitch is bad for me but this shit feels good like cyanide is one of the songs that's like hey like i'm vibing like ah but really it's like it's killing you mm-hmm. and that's what cyanide is and you go back to love again it's him and brandy and it's like someone from this past that he wants to fuck and they probably are gonna end up fucking but he that's like we just gonna leave that shit alone and then frontal lobe music is his, his shit talking. This is again going back to life after fame, like how things are different and growing from all these previous steps that occurred through tracks one through three. And that takes you to open up, which is my favorite song on the album. And that's just like his, his it's starting to discuss how he's lost. So those first four songs is like the setup and open up is start starting up the conversation for what's coming later and where he is now. Um, so open up is his past. I mean, from before open up is his past. Open up is opening up to where he is currently. That's just basically saying like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Basically just saying like, I don't, I don't feel shit for these bitches, mm-hmm. but I still like fuck it. Like I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. it's a really for me it's a really relatable track. And then restore the feeling is again after fame discussing 
how he's lost his 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 musical edge. Mm-hmm. And it's like I want to restore what I used to feel back in the day that inspired me. Blah blah blah. What, what, wait 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 wait. Which leads? To, let me finish. Let me, wait, finish. I, let me just tell something in there. One thing I really loved about the out al- one li- lyric was it, but that was very apparent on the album compared mm-hmm. to Freudian, which mm-hmm. good or bad was. He talked about how this music shit comes easy to him, mm-hmm. right? But then I could kind of tell that maybe it was intentional, but like I was I was about to get to this that. album doesn't sound as polished. I was I was about to get to that. So when you talk, because you have to really, again, this is listening to the lyrics will let you know. When you get to superposition, superposition is a part two to restore the feeling, almost a response, I guess you could say. What's we, the meaning super, of superposition? Superposition. I had to look this shit up. It's basically just saying like when two different things collide, mm-hmm. they either cancel each other out, um, enhance each other, or a little bit of both. And for superposition, his conversation is basically saying his life influences his music. And like the worse his life is, the better his music turns out to be. And superposition. Hashtag the weekend. Facts. And superposition is his conversation of saying like, yeah, music comes easy, but that means everything else around me falls apart. Mm. And like, do I want to keep making music if things are falling apart around me? And it's like a, a conversation that he has to have, which leads you to the next track, to even turn back, where you start talking about religion. When people lose things, mm-hmm. they start thinking about God, and then to even turn back, they're saying like, oh, your savior is his over here, like whatever, like come follow me, and I'll show See, you. See, now I'm more listen to this. Because now you're thinking about yeah, it. But, so if you hadn't said that Frank Ocean shit, I'd have been able to like appreciate. Because now you're Cause thinking about you it. You had to go. One, I went in with my guards up. I was like, "This nigga <laughs> talking about Frank." You did, but do you see the see, path now? You see, you see, it's what it's following, and then it, complexities. It, is ma- just... it makes me want to go back and listen because I didn't pick up individual themes. Yeah, but I didn't connect them because I was still like Frank mm. Ocean. Frank Ocean. Okay, so so then, like I said, first four tracks previous open up sets them up for the present. Or for what's going on in his mind now, the f- uh, next three tracks, or the feeling superposition, too deep to turn back, is discussing kind of like his mind state now and like the conflict that he's having mentally. Complexities is him settling in, like, oh shit, I kind of get this shit. If I'd have known this shit previously, I would have acted differently. And it's just, that's why it's like, um, a, it's like a conversation he's having with himself almost. And it's like, oh, I need to just move forward from this. And I appreciate Too Deep to Turn Back and Complexities because they're instrumental breaks in both of those songs that leave space for the listener to think about how the conversation applies Sorry, to I was, them. I was distracted. I just went on to like, yes, Jules, this IG to oh see why God. this nigga You see her cheeks? You see their cheeks, nigga? If I'm going to go with fake <laughs> cheeks, I'm going to go with Iggy Azalea. All I think yes, Jules has a cuter face, though. Somebody Iggy just throws me off. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Have you seen her most recent video? I've, I've seen Yes Jewel's sex tape though, so it's just. Oh, I don't even know. She, she have you seen Iggy Azalea's um, music video with Cash Doll recently? No. Fire. Fuck it up, sis. Anyway, continue. But then it gets takes to the last track, Are You Okay? And this is kind of like similar to how we talked about on Flower Boy. The last track was kind of like a wrap up and an ode back to the first one, just like making you feel refreshed. Mm-hmm. Are You Okay? is kind of just like talking to himself and wraps up relationships and fame and are you okay with where you are now where you've come from are you okay with your direction in the future is just making him think about like back on my shit my bullshit that is feels so good to hold you in my arms we both know what's wrong that's an ode to the relationship part me and my niggas getting paper highly blessed and highly favored we ain't asking for no favors we ain't cali smoking hella favors that's his braggadocious like he talks about all the themes in his album and his last track and frank ocean not frank ocean daniel caesar 
as he always does, what I appreciate. His last track is always a two-parter. Freudian is a two-parter on his last track. This is a two-part song. This is like well, How long is the break on this? Like, it's, it's, it's real short. It's not as long as Freudian is. The break's Freudian probably like, was like a four-minute. Freudian, Freudian's a ten-minute song. Mm. Um, the break is probably like two minutes in Freudian. This one's maybe less than a minute. Um, I don't know who Emily is. I need to figure out who Emily is. But this mm-hmm. is like an Emily is some person that he keeps referencing in the song. Mm. I need to find out who that is. But that again brings you back to like the love that was kind of lost. Mm-hmm. So the album, if you take it track by track, follows a very clear line of thought, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. You know, I like albums that that make sense. Yeah. I, the only thing that could have made this album better in my mind is if he did some like Smino type shit or like Tyler Creator type shit where the tracks blended together so it sounded like one song. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been the only thing that make this better. Good transitions, you mean? Yeah, but it doesn't need it. Like, yeah. the thoughts are cohesive enough to make it make sense. So I would rate this. What, what did I rate Flower Boy? I, I think I rated Flower Boy like an 88. Uh-huh. I would rate this like an 87. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I can give it a rating. I just know in terms of ranking, I'm putting this right below Diaspora. You put it above Flower Boy? Yeah. Okay. It was more sonic For me, sonically pleasing album. It's like, a good album. It's like a sonically pleasing album. I have to go back and like look at listen to it without... The blinders of the Frank <laughs> like Text said, me when you do that shit, because I'm curious. Like how you I said, about I, for years, it's Daniel Caesar has been on my list of like artists to like sit down and listen to. Mm-hmm. But should. there's always something new. You should. I like Daniel so Caesar. That's why I was excited to like do this episode. But then you put on the fucking blinders yeah. on me, so I'm like, very, I, was I, was, I would say very few it. artists have an entire discography of hits, and I think Daniel Caesar is in that category of like everything he's dropped is good. I just really, and if we, you know, I'm really big on album art. Pilgrim's Paradise and Freudian, I like their album arts a lot. Case study, not that much, but like, they're, they're just like clean, aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. like minimalist sort of. I mean, is Case Study one not minimalist? It's a, a picture of him. Yeah, but like, I don't know, something about those, those other two are like, I like a lot, but that's as a point. Um, but cool. Yeah, so do I mean, you want to finish up? Yeah, I just, you know, I I, I, I realize albums, I say I say options we can listen to we can do next the week next after week. We yeah. After you know, after all said and done, I realize I say a lot of contrarian shit, but I do say it with like meaning behind it, and a lot of times it's to make people think about other things. So I want y'all. To really listen to Daniel Caesar's work. As a person, not as, as a comparison. Not as, Ocean. like, not in juxtaposition with Frank Ocean, but, like, think about it in terms of the amount of fame that he gets versus what he deserves. And listen to his shit and tell me what throw, throwaway tracks Daniel Caesar's ever released. I don't think there's any throwaway tracks in any Daniel Caesar project ever. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I've said what I have to say about the yeah. album. Yeah, man. It's a good album. Um, I would probably would have had more com- deeper commentary if I wasn't listening up to it <laughs> through the lens of comparing it to Frank Ocean. But yeah, for next week's album, I have a couple options. I've recently been listening to this, I told you about this new kid, YV and Corday. He's, he's got bars. We can do Lost Boys next week if you're done with that. I might want to do... Um, I also want to do like... I might want to do some local shit. Local shit? Yeah. Let's do local shit. Who, who, how local? Okay, we can finish this off the air, but. No, let, yeah, let's. Like, that's this episode out. of 
Yeah, you'll yeah, hear our thoughts. For, for we're pretty we're chill with, the, <laughs> with how he works it out. Yeah, Liana, it's one take Drake. That's, um, that's my moniker. All right, y'all. Chef Suyardi, I'm out of here. Peace.